Hey there, everybody. Nico here. And whether you're a Sheen or an Estevez or an Estevez pretending to be a Sheen, go ahead and put your pants back on. Let's go punch a clown and watch some Geek Cast live. It's a trap! Hey everyone, welcome to episode 352 of the GeekCast Live sure. podcast. <laughs> I, am your, I am your host, GCR, and with me, as always, Rob Bass and Cartoon Joe. Uh, Nick will not be joining us this week. May you rest in peace. F in the chat. F yeah. in the chat. F. F. Uh, how, how, how is everybody? Uh, magnificent. Marvelous. I am. I... Go ahead, Rob. Four shots, five shots into my bottle of uh, proper 12 uh, at this point. I nice. started pre-gaming a little bit whilst we were in our pre-show. Uh, so I'm, I'm hot. I'm ready. Let's fucking do it. Yeah, this. we, uh, we <laughs> just left, uh, a real fun pre-show, uh, over on Clubhouse. Um, really good time. If you're so, not some on good Clubhouse, guests. Yeah. Aren't Arnie Niekamp was on it for a little while. Arnie Niekamp was there and, uh, which was cool. Which is cool. <laughs> yes, because it, it meant that the Wi-Fi was really humming at the Burger King. Right. It's great. <laughs> nice of him to join us from Foon. <laughs> I'm glad you can remember what it was called. I was, I was, yeah, Foon. That's what it is. Foon. That's wonderful. Oh, that God. makes, that makes me very happy that you remembered Foon. I'm, yeah, I had it ready. The uh, my, uh, my light just started flickering and it freaked me out, and I'd realized it's just because I shook the piano, it's on, so it's fine. The piano, it's the piano that the lamp is on was shaken. Oh, I thought you were talking about Dan Pianowitz for yeah, you, yeah. No, I know. usually use Dan Pianowitz as my laptop stand. Well, you know, he's he... visiting his mother down in the Florida Keys, typical Dan. What did you call it? Piano what? The piano what? that my lamp is on. Yeah, but what, you said something, though. You, I said you, the piano it's on. That's not what you said. You said like a a name, like you gave it a name, like it's like... Dan did Pianowitz. You, did you call it like Mike Brandanowitz? <laughs> not on purpose, but for the sake of moving forward, yes. Wow. <laughs> I I just, I'm sorry, I... I don't know. Maybe, maybe the other. No, it's okay. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I, I thought for sure you called it like, like piano Stanikins, and like that's what you called. <laughs> and I was like, huh? So we named name my piano. Piano. He's sandwich. naming inanimate objects. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. My, I mean, like my, uh, my four terabyte zip drive is named Asimov. Nice. But it's it's the only thing I've named. As far as I know. You've named your cats. That's true. I named one of my cats. But really, he named himself because I called him George and he was like, yeah, that's my name. Yeah. Like, okay. how, did, how did you know? 
Yeah, that's almost exactly. Although he's my he's my squeaky boy, so he doesn't make like real. He doesn't make he doesn't make real cat noises. He sounds like. Oh. Yeah, like okay, so Jack. Jack is also like that. He's yeah, broken, broken and can't make real cat songs. Right, like they're a cat who learned how to speak cat English from another cat. Yeah, from like a car horn. Yeah, <laughs> like a cat who learned how to speak cat English from a car horn. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, know, like circus cats do. Like circus cats. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Uh, you know, speaking oh. of genetically mutated cats, did you see that LeVar Burton's going to be guest hosting an episode <laughs> of Jeopardy? I, I did. did. I did. His, uh, How awesome is that? I don't know what that has to do with the It's very the awesome. Cats, no, but... Do you guys well, think that they'll I don't know. Maybe there's a maybe there is an answer. Is Jeopardy's plan to just keep trotting out guest host, guest host, guest host, or are they auditioning for a a I think solid host or soft what's... auditioning for a solid host. But but I'm pretty sure that hey, Le- I would hope that they were planning to just make him the host anyway. He should just be. The and host. then with the, the groundswell of support, uh, just decided, OK, fine, we'll have him guest host the last episode and then we'll just roll him right into the, the next season. Season 38. Which is wild. Isn't so it? We got a lot of catching up to do when it comes to Jeopardy. Wow. 38 seasons, huh? Mm-hmm. And it's probably 200 episodes a season? Probably, yeah. And it's still on, so, you know, fuck us, right? Fuck <laughs> they should have ca- just canceled it. Yeah. It should have died with Alex. Yeah. I hope it goes on until the heat death as, of the universe. As though if Alex one was staple. The- I hope it's his podium. I hope his podium is the Horcrux. (laughs) If we don't have to name seven, maybe we do. What are Alex Trebek? Well, apparently what were Alex Trebek's Horcruxes? Mm. His mustache. (laughs) Of course, which he, which he shaved. So he actually, he actually reunited that piece of his soul with himself. Mm -hmm. Right. So his so mustache, left. Uh, mustache of, podium. Yep, the podium. Uh, one of the buzzers, but it's never confirmed which podium's buzzer it is. Uh, who's the hostess for Wheel of Fortune? Vanna White. Vanna White. Yeah, she's probably one. Presumably. That explains a lot about Vanna White. Also, Pat Sajak. <laughs> Pat Sajak's obvious wig, even though I'm pretty sure it's not actually like a wig or a toupee, I'm pretty sure his hair is also one of Alex Trebek's horcruxes. Trebek really had a thing for facial hair and just body hair. As well. Yeah, and for facial hair and mountains. And also, the video Daily Double is also a horcrux. Yes. Yeah. Is that seven? Um, Are we there yet? I don't, there I yet? don't know. America's don't know. Funniest Home Videos as hosted by Bob Saget. <laughs> like the recordings of it or just... The show the itself. When it went off okay. air, he lost it. Ah, rip. Yeah. <laughs> we lived in a time where we Damn used to you, send Dumbledore. our... Home- 
we used to send our home videos to a guy yeah, in yeah, the yeah. hopes that we could go viral. Yeah. Just very yeah. like, yeah, look at my dumb kid doing dumb kid shit. Uh, yeah, you'll <laughs> laugh at that. You or now we can do that from home. You'll Fuck laugh you, at that. America. Laugh at my kid. You laugh at that, won't you? You whore. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ, that's funny. Have a giggle at my fat fucking kid, you bitch. (laughs) Too far, too far, Joe. Take take it down a notch, man. (laughs) Take it down. Twenty five percent off, Joe. Twenty five. Let's talk about our do review because I'm really excited to talk about it. Yeah, yeah things that aren't related to peggings and parallelograms. I don't know about that, but yeah. <laughs> uh, have you watched these guys? I yes, but they're definitely I, into parallelograms. That was a that was a fucking grandmother's joke. I liked it a lot, and I Thank used you. the silence afterwards is where I'm going to put the uh, appreciate the cut, the cut in <laughs> respect. So go so go ahead, Joe. This is your do review. I forgot about the cut that goes into the do review. Clearly, <laughs> ask not for whom the Baja blasts. It's the do review. Tell me, tell me how you found out about these guys. So early on a Sunday morning, when I was supposed to be writing my sermon, I got on Twitter, as one does. And I was just scrolling through the hell site and what did my eyes see, but a video of Pete and bass or Pete and bass, uh, performing one of their raps or whatever it is. The kids call them. And, uh, I thought, well, this is fascinating and the perfect start to my Sunday morning and the Geek Cast Live cruise Sunday morning. So I went and I found the the full cut of the video that was like 15 seconds on, on Twitter and shared it with you guys. And it's like them in a sound booth doing one of their one of their songs. And there's like uh, an, uh, I think he's a uh, another I think he's an electronic artist in Britain. Uh, just bopping along to their music um, pretty unconvincingly, pretty inauthentically, if I might say. <laughs> um, the, the 15 seconds on Twitter was much more convincing than the, than the rest of the video. But I was just like, what, what on earth? And I started listening to the lyrics, and they're not the worst lyrics I've ever heard. Uh, it's a low bar uh, because of um, we were closer than close. We were closer than most. <laughs> no, actually, that's not that's as bad a as a uh, kamikaze or whatever. <laughs> At the beginning of the track. But anyway, the, uh, the lyrics were pretty good, I thought. And I was impressed that these two old bastards uh, were actually spitting bars pretty well um, for a genre that didn't exist when they were born. That's kind of what I, I mean, what I got out of it was these guys, they, they got some great like mic control, right? I mean, they are, they are, it's bars. It's, it's not, they're not like mumble rapping, auto tune and anything. It is legit song structure and lyrics. They did really well. Yeah. Well, and they're good. They're good performers. I thought. So 
one of the things that so one of the reasons that I thought this was particularly interesting um whenever you had initially sent this to me uh like coincidentally I had also been going through and circulating through some really weird places on YouTube sure and uh have uh recently really started getting into uh drill music which is the uh um, like the, the 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 trap style music that's currently coming out of Ireland, UK. I think it initially originated from Chicago in like early twenty sounds, nice. um, but has has really blown up in the UK over the the last couple of years. Uh, and so I had been going through a bunch of uh, uh, Ink and Ofka and other Irish drill rappers and. Until you had sent me this, like I, I was fairly sure that drill had j- was essentially like, like Irish gutter rap, like oh yeah, sh- like like, and I can I can spiritually identify with this a lot, but like just a lot of like getting shit hammered and doing really trashy things yeah. with with it, like in Ireland specifically, and right. like getting into knife fights and weird stuff. I'm probably not nearly as much of a knife fighter as some of these guys, but like really an interesting like <laughs> spin on gangster rap. Um, and, and seeing, I don't know, uh, a couple of old British guys uh, participating in, in doing some drill was yeah. interesting. Like, uh, like you said, they, they, they had good, good flow, good lyrics. Um, I don't know. It, it, it's an incredibly interesting subgenre of hip hop, and I would very much recommend anybody checking out Drill if you like anything, any kind of hip hop or trap or anything along those lines. I also uh, love that the short guy looks like Gary Schwartz. <laughs> he does. Or I uh, just—it's—it's. It's I was thinking the, uh, the the old bear from. Jorah Mormont? Yeah, Jorah Mormont. <laughs> Jorah Mormont. Oh, yeah, Jor. You're right. Not the young bear. Not the young bear. The old grizzled the, uh, bear. Sorry, you were saying... Right. No, it. it's... I If I had this... I don't know what their type of music is called other than rap. But no, just yeah, like but, just like I found out with like electronic music, you can make up anything you want to make up, right? Sure. Right. Um, yeah. This is Guy Ritchie soundtrack rap to me. This is, yeah. Yeah. this should be playing over almost any Guy Ritchie movie, and it could. Yeah. I'm sure that's just the accents, but something about it has just a real good Guy Ritchie feel. Yeah. There's a grittiness to it. There is. I really loved it. I yeah, really, I, I really enjoyed it. I really thought it was really good. Um, and it helps that it's not like at first I thought it was going to be one of those like, um, like, like a, like a spoof thing. Like we we're going oh, to listen yeah. to like those Professor guys. Elemental yeah. and- That's what I thought the first time that I, when I, when they popped up on Twitter, I was like, this isn't gentleman rap. Oh shit. This is real. Yeah. Chap hop. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Definitely not chap hop. For some reason, two very well-dressed British gentlemen doing some gutter rap. Pensioners. Some drill. I think they're called. Pensioners. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, if uh, I, so I'm going to put, 
what's what's your favorite, Joe? So I can put make it be the one I put in the show notes. Uh, I would do a uh, quick little freestyle. It's the uh, the second one I sent you. I'll, I'll grab okay. it again. No, it's because uh, I like the video that goes with it. I thought it was story. wonderful. I thought it was going to be like a goof thing. And then when the guys started, started rapping, I was like, oh, this is, this is legitimate. This is for reals. Yeah. And so like, I, I mean, I it, it is two, yeah. it's two British octogenarians um, who must have just, I, now, is there any background on them? Like, are they like musicians who decided just to do this or were they just two old guys I, who were like, we should rap. I have no idea. I tried to find an article and the only thing I could find was from this culture hub with a K, which, you know, red flag. Right. <laughs> but it's just, uh, it's, it's, they, there's not much written in this article. It's not much of an article. So if you, if you watch the video that goes with it, which I didn't, uh, cause I was looking for an article. Anyway, most of the stuff that I'm seeing glancingly are they're pretty, pretty new on the scene. So, I mean, like most like it's not like these guys have been longstanding. Oh, they got a wiki. Do they? Oh, no, I just it popped up and it's not. Never mind. Sorry. Fascinating. Yeah, I mean, most of the stuff that I'm seeing. Rapper. Oh, no, this is a different guy. This is Abbas Hamad. Ah, close. Jeez. I'm definitely, sure. Definitely not him. Let's no. See. Uh, 2018 is where I see their first song being put out. Being there called we go. Out. I found a Vice yeah. article. That's that's a little bit more nice. legit. Cowdoy. A little bit. Cowdoy should have been a cowdoy. Those guys have my number hard. <laughs> Me too. See, Pete and Buzz write their own lyrics uh, with their grandsons and a couple of their friends providing beats and production for them. That's fascinating. Good for them. Yeah, uh, it's, it seems like they got, I mean, they, they're, they're not fucking around. They're, they're, they're legit in what they're doing. And that's, that was the most exciting and refreshing thing for me. Because like yeah. I said, I thought it was going to be like a Weird Al Yankovic fucking thing and it turned mm. into just two old dudes who got songs that slap yeah now Rob, tour what, in october what were you saying you've been getting into lately that is very similar to this oh so this the, the style of rap and um music that they're doing specifically is called drill um and so there there are like a couple of different like a handful of different variations of drill, but I've specifically been getting into like Irish drill. Um, so people like uh, Ink is probably one of the the foremost um, drill rappers right now. Um, drill Ink. Drill. Uh, yeah, and Ink is the the guy. I'll send a. I'll put a link here for you guys. Um. But yeah, no, uh, Drill, Afka, um, I'm trying to think of a couple of others, uh, DBO, I think there are a few others, but Inca is the, like the, the, the really big one that I can think of right now. He's got some particularly interesting music. Uh, it's definitely on the more provocative side of 
rep. So if you're not into when uh, when you say more provocative, what do you mean by that? I mean uh, definitely on the uh, the more like violent oh, gangster okay. like like things that immediately scare white people off whenever they think of rap music. Uh, it, it definitely embodies all of that, just from a <laughs> oh, no. from a, from an Irish perspective. Words said too fast. I know, right? <laughs> you know what else Their I found out? You know what white? You know what white women hate? I found out. Eminem. Pussy farts. Just throw that out there. I didn't know if you guys knew or not. You know what they love. No coffee Rick. and journaling. Res- yeah, <laughs> there you go. That's nice in context. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for opening that door for me to walk no through. No problem. Listen, I'm I'm here for you. I appreciate it. Well, that was fun. That was the, a great uh, do review. I, I uh, look. What I like about do reviews is at least the way I try to go about doing it when it's my turn to pick them is just finding something that maybe the, uh, you other guys on the show haven't experienced yet. Same. Um, whether I'm actually into it or not, I, whether it's like a, I want to uh, enrich your lives or misery just loves company. That's what I try to do with my do reviews. So thanks for doing it with this one, because I think these guys actually, they, they kind of fucking rock. They slap. My pleasure. They do. They do. So get in the drill. Okay, so a uh, big week this week in like Marvel news. Yeah, fill like, me in. I have not followed it all. Okay, well, there's been a lot of shit. Well, before we, they've been dropping casting news for the uh the secret wars secret invasion invasion show that they're doing on disney plus right so that was the nick fury was going to get his own show and then we found out that it was actually nick fury is going to be in the secret invasion disney plus show and ben mendelson's going to be in it as talos from uh captain marvel and also from uh spider-man 2 right Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we're we're finding out that um, Amelia Clark, Daenerys Targaryen, has just been cast in. I don't think in the show. Yeah, the role hasn't cool. been confirmed yet. No, I think I'm thinking it's probably like. I, I think she's going to be a scroll. I think so too. She and she's not going to be playing any known, um, like any known scroll or any known scroll or any known uh Marvel entity. I think she's going to be a I would uh, love for her to come in as like some like B or C tier known Marvel entity that just turns out to be a scroll. Oh, that would be that'd be I cool. Like, I, mean, I can't cool think of like, like. I, I would say Jubilee, but I know that Jubilee is a little bit higher. Like, who's somebody that would be like the like the comic equivalent of Negasonic Teenage Warhead? Yeah, something that's super obscure that like you could probably be like, oh okay, like 
that's a Marvel character. I recognize them from the Marvel comics. And then then they completely gloss over it and move past it. I like the way you said Marvel for that bit. Thank you. Good. I, I tried to make it super awkward. Yeah. And then they also, also like, just they also just announced that Olivia Coleman is going to be in just that. the show as well. And she's a she's an Emmy Award winning actress. She's an Oscar winning actress. She's a heavyweight in the industry and she's coming to Marvel. For and sure. That, she's she's one of the few actresses I know because she was in Doctor Who. She makes me think that she may be playing something other than just a write off character. Absolutely. Um, she better be, you know? I just I think she's I think she's wonderful. And I, you know, and not, not to say that Amelia Clark doesn't have um star name power. and face and face recognition of star power, but she's not an Emmy or Oscar winning actress. She was on Game of Thrones. So yeah. and, and every other movie she's I mean, she was trying they were gonna reboot Terminator around her and it sucked. Yeah. So mm-hmm. uh, the solo movie she was in and it was not great. They were gonna it was fine. They no, I mean her to, performance. Th- they were gonna finish the Game of Thrones series <laughs> and it turned out well, shitty. I don't I don't hold her accountable for that one though. No, oh sure. She I did mean, what she could look, if you're handed a pile of shit and told to make a castle, you do what you can. You work for George Lucas. Yeah. Um Yeah. No, you know what I'm not as agreed. a bender. Agreed. Tough joke. So that is the, that's that news. And we don't have anything else going into, I mean, we don't know what the show is going to be about, how many episodes, how it's going to tie in. Really, I don't think there's a release date for it. They're not filming yet. So I don't have any, other than the casting news, that's all I've got for that. But then Shang-Chi dropped. Uh, that looks good. The, the trailer dropped for it. And it looks, I think I said on Facebook the other day, I am unabashedly in love with Shang-Chi and I've only seen a two-minute trailer. Yes. And it is, it is fucking, it looks wonderful. It, first of all, I think we're going to finally get our, we're going to get our first and only real look at the Mandarin. Which, which is awesome. I really wish that we would have gotten the actual Mandarin in Iron Man 2 instead of Trevor Slattery and uh, fucking Killian, Aldrich Killian. I, I, I so desperately wish that we would have gotten Iron Man versus the Mandarin. But I'm really excited to see him in this. And I'm glad that they're retooling the Shang-Chi story a little bit. Uh, to make it more interesting to tie him in uh, a little bit more closely directly with the Mandarin. Uh, Is this going to tie at all back to the throwaway line about the 10 rings way back in the first Iron Man movie or is this going to retcon that? Yes. Yeah, no, it's it's absolutely going to be the 10 rings and see. So I I did some, uh, there's a great, resource out there if you want to use it on youtube called uh comics uh, comics comics explained oh yeah and and so they they haven't done one yet for uh, shang chi as far as like an overall arc but they did do his origin story and originally uh he was the son of a character named fu manchu yup (laughs) 
and yep. and Fu Manchu it, it, it is basically I mean he's he was the Mandarin before they had the Mandarin in the Marvel universe. Correct. So, but then they lost the rights to the Fu Manchu character or whatever, and they retooled it. But anyway, I, so gotcha. I think they're going to keep that. I, it looks like they're going to keep that story. I think what they're changing the most is what the actual Ten Rings are, Rob. Like we were talking today. Yes. Yeah. Um. In in the comics, they're literal rings. Right. Um. And I think you get a. I get. I think you get to see a glance of some of the Ten Rings in the trailer. Which, um, they look like they're going to be worn more like bracers, like five rings from wrist to elbow on right. each hand. That looks to be more what they're going to do. Uh, and then what they do, I think they'll probably be more simplified in the movie too. Each ring in the comic books have their own like thing that they do. Domain right. or magic. Right. Or- yeah, Infinity Stone MacGuffin. Sure. Exactly. And yeah. I think what they'll do, what they'll probably do is simplify that and just say, when you wear the 10 rings, it allows you to have control over X. Sure. Right. You can do, you can effectively do crazy magic shit. Right. Right. You could do crazy magic kung fu, which is what this movie is going to be. And I'm so excited. It is going to be fucking fire. It's, it's going to be, be that- everything that Iron Fist was not, it seems yeah. like. Oh, God, yes. Yeah. It's going to have that. But namely, and- namely, good. And <laughs> yes, and the choreography for the fights looks incredible. Like it looks like everything that you want for from a good kung fu movie. Uh, uh, a good like real Asian inspired with with a good Asian cast, with great writing, with with crazy over the top combat scenes and yeah. choreography. I, and ooh, I felt like good. I was watching Disney's Bahubali. Yeah, 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 and I'm totally cool with that. I, or like, I, actually, it made it made me want them to do that. But yeah, it was a lot of like wire foo, a lot of that like House yeah. of the Golden Daggers, yeah, uh, stuff. Uh, Crouching Tiger, Crouch. Hidden Dragon, exactly. So it's yeah. gonna be it's it's gonna be Marvel kung fu. It's gonna be it, it's just gonna be great to see that side of the universe, the Marvel universe, and it's gonna be interesting to see how eventually shang chi gets pulled into the greater mcu because you know i mean he's they know it's going to happen yeah yeah is he going to be part of the young avengers or you know how how is he going to get tied into whatever the next culmination event is going to be it looks to me as if uh his stuff's taking place on the west coast i think it might even specifically be san francisco Ooh, that sounds like um, which is Ant-Man which stuff, is isn't it? where it's that is Ant Man's territory, but it's also um, there's a West Coast Avengers thing in there. The feel um, it makes me wonder where they're doing the Hawkeye TV show. If that's, that's just, on the West Coast, just finished filming, didn't it? I believe so. Yes, that's like like I think it, the news cut today that it just wrapped. But. And that's uh, that's introducing Kate Bishop. Um, they're definitely introducing a whole lot of uh, young Avengers. Yeah, because I mean, we're gonna get Miss Marvel what next year? I think Miss Marvel next year. Uh, I wouldn't be shocked. Uh, we're gonna get America Chavez. Uh, mm-hmm. I think she's actually been. She's gonna be in the She Hulk. Uh, that would be awesome show. 
Um, I, I'm sure we're going to get Squirrel Girl in Miss Marvel at some point, right? I mean, that's going to happen. Miss, Miss Marvel would be a good place for her to drop in, I think. Or honestly, because they're, they're going through with the Deadpool movie, right? Deadpool 3? Yeah. I feel like From what Deadpool they said, 3 would be an You an put Squirrel awesome Girl place. in Deadpool 3. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It would be a perfect place for her. You're really good. I'm, I'm into it. I mean, I'll, I'm yeah. in for what, like, is like, now, go for it. Is Deadpool going to be the way that the X-Men get into the Marvel, the MCU? No, I don't think so. I hope so. I'm sure yeah. that won't be the case, but I think that it would be particularly great if it was just through a series of like just through a series of fuckery built around Deadpool. Deadpool right. does something stupid and actually t- accidentally tears a t- like a hole in the space-time continuum. Yeah, I mean he's and, got a time bracelet from uh Yeah, yes, yeah. he does from Cable. Yeah. <laughs> he does a bunch of stupid shit and then accidentally opens up a wormhole and dumps the X-Men into the MCU and then we have X-Men versus Almost Avengers. like the, the exact opposite of the Crisis of Infinite Earths, but it's the Crisis of One Earth. Yes, the Crisis of... And, and I would Deadpool 3, the great, Crisis of One Earth. I think that would be such a great Deadpool movie. <laughs> the <laughs> Crisis of One Earth. That's so good. What if you... Now, I mean, we have, so we, have, we have precedent for the concept of Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe. Yes. It's a great comic book run. And, it is. And he he kills all of our favorite people. I mean, he kills all of them. Um what if what if what if he does that and it just resets the MCU? That would also make for a great Deadpool 3, in my opinion. And then just completely reset the MCU going forward, clean slate, yeah. different stories. Pick and he can even Man. say, like, he can even look right at you and say, like, his contract was up anyway. Right. Y- yes. And, like you're and, not going to watch someone else be Iron Man. Right. <laughs> exactly. We can <laughs> do he's anything. pissing on Tony Stark's grave. Right. <laughs> no, exactly. Tony Stark's grave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's hilarious! It's I can so, it's I can so hear the so tears good. of the fanboys screaming. You gotta do this! You can't do this! Yeah, just where's that reaction meme of the neckbeard going? No, yeah, or Disney, Disney the, screaming the crisis no. of one Earth. I think that's so funny. Sunk <laughs> The, the crisis of one earth is really good it is incredibly funny <laughs> and is... then and then the last bit of news the last bit of marvel we have to talk about and i i know that i'm caught up through episode i think five of falcon and the winter soldier rob you're caught up i just just caught up yesterday i no? haven't watched since episode two and it's fine if you spoil it for me you slut you are <laughs> Joe, you ignorant slut. <laughs> it is. It's real good. It is. It is so really good. It's, it is really good, man. I believe they it. are. Do you have some like strange Joe hang up about why you haven't watched it? I just don't well, have any. People are, 
people aren't paying him a thousand dollars. I watched right. I watched the first two episodes and I just don't have any interest in continuing. You sh- you should. You're so weird, man. I know. And I <laughs> You are I'm so fine. fucking weird. And what's gonna happen is it's like three weeks from now you're gonna come on the show and goes, uh guys, I watched it. That's really good. It's real good. It's really good. I should have watched really, it. It's really good. I, I don't doubt that it's great. I just don't I just don't have any They interest. have such incredible chemistry. I know. I think they're fantastic together. And it's and it's got the show has such a fucking message about uh, everything from race to how we treat our veterans to uh, PTSD. It is important. really, it is very, it's real important storytelling. Sure. And, uh, and I am just jo- Joe. I don't know why it shocks me. It happens every time. It happens every time. <laughs> every single I just, time. I have limited hours in my day. And like if it doesn't, oh, if it doesn't, Nick, yeah, I was gonna say, come here. on. If it doesn't, like if the first episode doesn't give you a earth shattering orgasm, you just can't, you the can't first episode. That's I mean, what you, you, that's what, that's, that's your, that's your MO. Oh, for oh. me. Yeah. 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 No. And that's why I gave it two. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I've, I've yeah. learned to stop expecting that from the first episode. Respect. But well, listen, you know, that's, sh- you're wearing glasses little, little bit to, to show that time has passed. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's it very good. Um, everything from the the Isaiah Bradley Bradley Isaiah something like that Isaiah uh, Bradley Isaiah Bradley storyline uh, is particularly saucy. Um, watching Walker just fucking absolutely go off the deep end. Um, very good stuff. And, and the problem, or not the problem, the thing with, with John Walker, with the character, is he's not bad. It's not a, he's not a straight-up bastard. No, he's not a bastard. He's just, uh, he's misguided in his, in, in what he thinks as his job as Captain America. And, and, and obviously under an incredible amount of stress and pressure yes. to yes. To, to be Captain America, to, right. to live up to that because yeah. the the world's looking at you. And Which when you know he is why he really had to do it first so that when Anthony Mackie takes over. Yeah. Yeah. When exactly. he gets his ass handed to him by the Dora Milaje. Oh, by the what? Boy. I thought that was one of the best scenes, especially with like, like the sobering the, the bl- realization that he has afterwards. Like they were not even, even they weren't even super they weren't even super soldiers. Yeah, they were just and, they were just bald women with spears, and they <laughs> and they kicked and they the fucking piss out of me, fuck out of him. Yeah, um, but there, my so in this last episode, I had like two two standout scenes for me one of them was when they confront john walker to get the shield and he says john walker says you don't want to do this and sam doesn't say anything and then it goes to bucky and he says yeah we do <laughs> and i was <laughs> like fuck yeah man yeah and then the scene where the two of them are throwing the shield back and forth and they kind of have their their talk about everything that's going on. And when he reveals that 
when Bucky reveals to Sam that the whole, like Bucky knew that cap wasn't coming back. Right. Bucky knew that not only was he not coming back, but that he would be there as his old self to give the shield to Sam. And knowing that the two of them had had that conversation is, uh, it gives me closure that I now I'm glad I know Bucky had with losing Steve. You know what I mean? And yeah. Sam helping him, you know, get to that point, get to that point and, and walking him through that conversation, I thought was also incredibly powerful. Like, yep. Uh, it doesn't matter what Steve thought you're your own person. Right. And that, like, I think that was a, a great moment for, for Bucky, Sam, for storytelling as a whole. Like, it's great to have idols and, and friends and people that you genuinely care about and look up to. But ultimately, you're your own person. And, right. and you've got to make those decisions about who you are by yourself. And... And I thought that was a really, really great moment of growth for for everybody in the scene, for writing. Like, it, it was just a really poignant scene. You know, and then the concept then, of Sam has to work harder than, put more work in for a job that he's already proven he's qualified for, but he has to because he's black. Mm-hmm. And it's like, wow, why don't you just, like, if you can't see the story they're telling, you're just blind to it willfully. Right. And, uh... Not to, not to be willfully blind, but also having not seen it, does the fact that he's not a super soldier not play into it at all? As it, to why it, he's it, not... As to, as to what? As, as to why, like, no one can actually fill the role except maybe Bucky. Well... So they do kind of delve into that. And since we're, since you've already given us the okay for spoiler territory. um, So John Walker ends up taking the, the superhero serum. Um, They just got it on hand now. Well, yeah, exactly. You know, everybody's just handing it out. Um, There's, it's, there's a, there's a storyline involved in that. Sure. Okay, Uh, cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, it's not that it's just being handed out. They, they, find the um the the, the no borders uh oh they get it from the flag leader. smashers they get it from the flag smashers yeah okay. yeah who who uh, got it from the power broker who right. uh and and zemo did a thing where uh, gotcha. a lot of it was destroyed and right and and so yeah. uh so on and Walker, so forth back to when kevin bacon was friends with howard stark you yes nailed right it. uh so they uh so so John Walker ends up sneaking away one of these vials of the superhero soldier uh the, the super soldier serum. Um the, oh, the last the last but it vial. enhances what's already there. Sure. Oh no. Yeah, exactly. And it, it, there was even like an actual like a, a really good scene between Walker and Battlestar where they're talking about uh, where, where Walker, I believe, has the serum. Battlestar doesn't know it. Uh, his his buddy uh, doesn't right. know it. But they're they're talking about you know if you had it, if you could take the Super Soldier serum, would you do it? And his buddy's like, "Fuck yeah, I would." Like, 
power just makes you more of you, doesn't it? Like, there's no reason not to take it. You're a good fucking guy. I'm a good fucking guy. If we had all of the superhero powers and we could just fucking fist fight a tank, then we would just do more good shit with it. And then, lo and behold, John Walker takes it and uh, unrelated to him taking that serum, but not long after him taking that serum, uh, his body ends up getting got by the Flag Smashers. And so John Walker goes off the deep end after seeing his buddy get murdered in front of him and kills some random flag smasher in like the heart of Barcelona or some shit like that. Like mm-hmm. city center, crowds of Every, people. Everybody's are fucking, watching, filming with their phone. And yeah, he, all and, of this stuff's on YouTube and Twitter right, right. now. The, the image you murdered someone. Right. And the image you end with is, is Steve's shield just covered with and dripping blood. Fantastic. Right out of the comic book. Yeah. And, and it is it, the, the last episode that's been put out so far, which I believe is that's the second to last episode for the yeah, season, the, right? The, yeah. The one that comes out. Um, well, if you're listening to this, it's already available. The last episode. Sure. of it. Sure. Um, so the second to last episode, in my opinion, is the best episode yet. They start yes. off with this flag smasher scene and with Walker having recently been juiced up and kills a man. And then they go into uh, a big fight between Bucky, Falcon, and um, John like Walker. That's within, that... within a minute of the show starting, you've got mm-hmm. like a six-minute battle royale with falcon winter soldier and john walker nice and And it's brutal and and then after that the rest of the episode it's only like five minutes in and you've got like tons of action and then it cuts to the to like the falcon and winter soldier opening credit and then the rest of the episode is just storytelling and it like no action like just walking through sam and bucky trying to move through their traumas trying to develop as people uh john walker coming back and getting dis like not dishonorably discharged but not not dishonorably discharged um and his like processing afterwards and how he's dealing with it and the answer like dealing with not being captain america anymore which is uh, the answer is he's not handling that particularly well um and uh it's, I mean, it's he had really good real like strong domestic abuser vibes in the first episode <laughs> yeah but but um or the second whatever episode he was introduced in for real all of the episodes um yeah. but yeah, no, it's it's very very intimate storytelling in yep. the fifth episode, and they do it in a in a really good way. Um, it's handled well. It makes you feel for the characters. It gives you a moment to like pause and breathe and see their growth and see them piecing things together and moving through their traumas. It's it's good writing. It's good acting. It's good storytelling. It's it's definitely the best episode of the season as far as I'm concerned. Fantastic. And I think we have a real good Shot. chance. I, I, I'm a. You asked earlier if you think that the mutants will be introduced through Deadpool, and like Rob and I were talking this morning, I actually think we're going to get um, at least one mutant introduced 
in maybe a button scene at the end of this next episode. Uh, they they took Zemo to the raft. Oh. The, the purview of the raft is one General Ross. Right. And I, I, I think we're going to see a Ross and Zemo well, interaction in the raft. Yeah. And I think that we're going to see other inmates of the raft, or we're going to see like yeah. nameplates outside of cells. Um, and I think that's how they're going to tease. I think, you know, you're going to be walking, he's going to be like, he's going to be walking past the cell. And I think like Robin, I was saying, you're going to see the abomination or like E Blonsky. Right. So, you know, the abomination is on the raft. You know, that Zemo's on the raft. Maybe he walks past one that says saber tooth. Or Weapon right. X or something. Or shit. Weapon X. Or, um, you know. You've been a, a Thunderbolt Ross truther since, uh, like, day three of the MCU. <laughs> I, I have been. I, I hope it you, pays off for you. I hope look, you're right. Look, you, you don't introduce the character. No, I completely way, agree with you. All, I mean, they introduced him all the way back in Hulk. Yeah. With Ed, with Ed Norton. And you mm-hmm. don't you don't pay off Thunderbolt Ross without the Thunderbolts. Right. Well, and you bring in you bring in uh, he's he's at the end of Iron Man two. Yeah. Yep. And he shows up again in Civil, Civil War. Civil War. I mean, he's been I'm with you. He's been there all along. You can't you can't string him along like that and then not use him. No, no. If it, it's uh, it's Tchaikovsky's Thunderbolt. Yeah. <laughs> or Chekhov's. Chekhov's Thunderbolt. Chekhov's no, it's Tchaikovsky's no. No, Thunderbolt. Yeah. Yeah. I'm he a was, jack. I'm a jack wagon. He was a position. Yeah. He yeah. was a position. It's a position. <laughs> I said it's position, actually, it's, but, it's, but I'm a physicist. <laughs> no, hold on, hold on, hold on. In in what's the urban dictionary sexual finishing prowess of Tchaikovsky's Thunderbolt? The sexual position. <laughs> oh God! You uh, uh it's like you a start intercourse, then you walk away, and ten years later you come back and finish. <laughs> Tchaikovsky's Thunderbolt. Yeah, that makes sense. That just checks out. What do you think my phone autocorrected Tchaikovsky to? Tchaikovsky. Tchaikovsky. Nope. Mm. Tricky coffee. Oh, wouldn't have guessed that ever. <laughs> no. Not at no, all. I was I was ready for it to be like Chechnya Earthworm. Nasty. Yeah. Yep. Chechnya, Chechnya nasty. nasty. Yeah. Which is the name of my <laughs> Mm. Horse. That was my stripper name. <laughs> the name was my, name my horse. horse. <laughs> and this is my steed. Chesney is nasty. <laughs> Let's show them the meaning of haste. Chesney is nasty. <laughs> He's a Shivalsky's horse. <laughs> One of the last wild breeds of the Mongolian steppes. God, so there funny. are 3,300 of them left in the wild. I know uh, what I shall name him. Uh, Shit, he is nasty. 
<laughs> That'd be so, so great. It's the first newborn Mongolian horse in 30 years. <laughs> it's the only Shavolsky's horse that's ever allowed itself to be broken and ridden. What should we name it? Well, I, I mean... Look, I don't know how I'm, you feel about the Southern Eastern Bloc. I mean, I've got, I've got a name if, if you're... I mean, no one else has a name. I've got one. That, I mean, it's right off the top of my head. I don't know. Ch- Chesney is nasty. Perfect. We're done here. <laughs> uh, go no home, notes. everybody. Cancel lunch. No need. <laughs> God. Take the day with full pay. <laughs> That's so funny. So when we come funny. back, we're gonna name this city <laughs> after the horse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh shit. Oh. Anyway, so that's it. We got a lot of it's a bunch of MCU news and Joe, uh, we'll talk to you in three weeks when you finally catch up on. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited. I'm excited to report uh what's the word I'm looking for? Expediently. Okay. <laughs> sure. It's not the word I real, thought you were gonna go with, but real breaking news. <laughs> breaking that'd be news. A, that'd be a fun Jet segment. Fuel. Breaking news no, with Joe, who news. just saw the series. <laughs> so what what are you geeking on this week, Joe? Uh I don't know that there's anything in particular other than I'm really having a good time with our clubhouse pre-shows. Yeah, nice. I, I um, totally agree. And seriously, if you're listening to the show and you have an iPhone, they're opening up to Android soon, but it's not yet. If you have an iPhone and you want to join Clubhouse, um, just shoot us a DM on Twitter. Any of our Twitters. Just say, hey, I'd like to get on Clubhouse. And we'll take it from there. We'll get you invited in. Yep. But uh, I, I really, really wanted to be excited about the Apple event this week that happened. How bad Which, was it? If you're, if you're a, I, I haven't, I still haven't watched it because the, the actual stuff that came out interests me less than Winter Soldier and Falcon. Which Get is out. actually a pretty high bar for the record. But I, uh, I just, it, uh, normally the spring is when they're like, yeah, here's the iPhone, whatever S. And you just, it's the same iPhone that came out in the fall, but now it comes in purple. Cool. I already have a red one. I don't, I don't care. Like, but it comes in purple now. Yeah. So does, I don't know, Thanos's boyfriend, but. Uh huh. Um, you're not, you're not wrong. (laughs) Go on. Uh, they've got a new iMac. It's only 24 inches. It's not, they used to have a 27 and a 21 and a half. I think they just want to simplify the line, which is fine. They can do that. It comes in colors now. So if you were a big fan of the, uh, the late nineties, early two thousands, IMAX that came in all those different colors, uh, you can have that again, but flat. I do love the bulbous. Um, which is cool. I mean, genuinely, I, I'm looking forward. They've, they've updated the chipsets on everything. You know, uh, they, they came out with that new M one chipset last year. That's supposed to be incredible. And now you can get it on your iMac. You can get it in the new iPad pros that are coming out. Um, it's not that it's not interesting and, and a good leap forward. 
It's that there was nothing there they couldn't have done with a press release instead of a whole event. Yeah, this this event could have been an email. Yeah, very much so. Um, Air tags, I guess, is the one really actually genuinely new thing, but we've known that they're coming for like a year and a half. Are air so, tags the like the uh, tile like, but from Apple? It, okay, so it's tile from Apple. It's the exact yeah. same fucking thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's it's find my keys right there next to find my iPhone. Which which is, is great, pretty great. I'm glad they have it. I'm not I'm not upset that they have it. It's just not ex- not that exciting to me. <laughs> is all. That's so crazy. I was uh, I was looking forward to a new Apple Watch being being announced. Didn't um, they but just I, just come out with an Apple Watch though last October? Was it last October? I thought it was earlier than that. <sighs> it was they when can I do was better. It was when I was harvesting last. Oh, so it was, maybe it, it was be last October when they came out with the, the 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 newest Apple Watch. Oh, then maybe I'm confused. Maybe I maybe it's me a culpa. Maybe I am off by like six months because time is hard these days. I don't know what I don't know what uh, uh, I've been thinking about that actually. What what can they do to a watch to make so it any better than what it un- is? Unless now? unless I'm mistaken about what they have now, uh, they're going to be adding O2 sensors. That the O2 sensor is in the, the current newest watch. Oh, is it really? Oh, well, then yes. I'm wrong. I'm totally, I'm totally off foot. And can and you talk from your watch and effectively just use it as a phone at this point? Uh, yes, yeah, but you still need a yes. phone. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't think they have watches with their own like data plan. Yeah, you, which, you, which it I still is, needs to be tied I to your phone. coming, but but I use, I use my watch. I used my watch well, more before I got I, my AirPods, but yeah. But I also I also ad- admit that I forgot that uh, um, they usually do new watch stuff in the summertime. It's usually with WWDC because it comes out with the new OS. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. So I I, I had forgotten about that going in, and so it just it was. A lot of the stuff I was excited for and interested in didn't really happen, and stuff I didn't care about did, and so I'm just like, ah, eh, ah, eh, it's fine, it's fine. Like nothing, uh, there's nothing wrong with it. It's all, it's all good. It's just, eh. It's acceptable. So, how, how did those those uh, those uh, Apple tiles? Did they were they like? Uh, cool, except you have there are there like uh forty nine ninety nine a piece. Or... I didn't even look at the price. Okay, uh, I figured they're I think, I think they're... they're gonna have some fun Apple catch where like you have to spend nine ninety nine a month in order for them to work. Right. I I want to say they were around like twenty five or thirty dollars a head, and I didn't see any subscription tied to them. That's a good that price. Doesn't mean that there isn't a subscription tied to them. It just means that. I didn't see one. Um, but yeah, I, I, I feel like $30 a head. Like I'm not entirely. Uh, ter- I a one pack is $29. A four pack is $99. So, so I would probably, I would probably just drop the hundo, get right. myself, get myself get, four of them. Yeah. Get one for everyone in the family. Uh, minus, minus uh, AV. Cause she's not old enough to have a phone. I don't know what I would. Uh, Wait, are they? Why would you put them? Hang on. If, unless I entirely misunderstand what these things are for, why would you need one for your phone? 
Oh, you wouldn't need one for your phone, but I doubt she has keys either. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, the, yes, because my understanding is what they, I just, they were for, I got, you know, things uh, that you I, wanted to <laughs> find via your iPhone or iPad or, like, find my device. I got to the end of my sentence and forgot that there were five people in the family now. Yeah, and then yeah. needed a reason. As Christopher Columbus said, fuck them kids. <laughs> fuck them kids. He did say You that. don't need a reason. He did, he did famously Jesus, say he did. that. He did. Yeah. He was, he was, he's famous for saying, fuck them fuck kids. Fuck them kids. Yeah, I think he and said he it. He gave them all smallpox. Spanish or Italian, though. Yeah, I don't. With you. I wish. Jeez, look at. Yeah. Anyway, I, I was hoping I'd be geeking on that. I'm kind of blah. Blacklisted. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not really. I haven't had time for. Any, I've been. I've been coming home and just laying in my bed and staring into the ceiling for two hours, then eating dinner and going to bed. So mm. that's been. That's that very 2020 of you. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Famously with the times. <laughs> that is true. On track. Uh, Ryan, what are you geeking on this week? Um, okay, it's, it's going to be two things. Two, two different shows. Um, uh, one is on Netflix. One is on uh, HBO Max. The Netflix show is called The Serpent. Interesting. Interesting. Um, it's a BBC show about a French serial killer I had never heard of before. And I'm, I fancy myself kind of a serial killer wonk, you know, yeah. uh, never heard of him. Charles Sobrage. Uh, this was during the uh, 60s and 70s when people were hmm. going to like Kathmandu and, uh, you know, that's when everyone was serial killing. Yeah, well, yeah. Much. I mean, you could get away with it. And so, what this guy would do is he would, um, well, and along with his French Canadian girlfriend, they would, um, make like a like somebody like who's backpacking Indonesia, right? They'd make them, they'd poison them, make them sick, and then they would be like, "Oh, we can, we'll make you feel better. Bring them back to their place and nurse them back to health, but then yes. also like keep them sick." So they felt like the only way I feel better is when I'm here. So I'm not going to leave. And so Good they would Lord. get like, they would get like a, almost like a, what did Dracula call his servants? Mm. Uh, like a, Ren, like Renfair <laughs> or something. Mm, I don't think that's what he called them, but Renfield. Yeah. Sure. Oh, gotcha. They'd be like Renfield. Right. It just, uh, and then, then they would take travelers if they had any sort of money or traveler's checks or anything, and they would just outright, they'd just poison them and then kill them and Jesus. take their traveler's checks, and then they'd live high on the hog with other people's money. And it's a eight-part limited series that um, is really intriguing, and it's really like the minutia of how they ended up like catching the guy and figuring it out and the, the spy work that went into it and all the different government agencies working together. And it ended up being like a, a Norwegian attache to the embassy in Bangkok. Uh, he stumbled upon the fact that two Danish people went 
missing in Indonesia and then realized that they were murdered and then went to find the murderer and unlocked the fact that there's a fucking serial killer. Jesus. Um, and it's, you know, it's crazy. It's is brilliantly acted. That's actually how I got out of my first marriage. <laughs> really? Uh, well, right. admitted little, little known, little now, known fact. Knowing her, I'm not surprised. Also makes total sense as to how it happened. <laughs> Weird. How, yeah. uh, how did they get John Stamos to look so much like Javier Bardem? Uh, they found a guy who looks just like John Stamos and Javier Bardem. <laughs> I was watching it too. It took me forever. Before I went to IMDb, I was like, okay, so what have I seen him in? Who is he? I, I've never seen him in anything. He's brilliant. He's, incre- he's an incredible actor. Fantastic. Absolutely incredible. It's a great show. I um, uh, don't want to totally derail you for once, but, but I, I searched S-E-R-P to find it on, on uh-huh. Netflix. Uh, the fifth option in the first row for me is Idris Elba in Concrete Cowboy. Uh, so, uh, have you yeah, seen Concrete is. Cowboy? Yet? No. Good? Um, it it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's real good. It's slow. Gotcha. Like it's, like it's uh, I'm out then. Um, but it is really good. Nice. Uh, I believe if you, if you go to the Serpent, if you go to IMDb, you're going to see somebody that you know, you know. Oh, yeah. No, Jenna Coleman. You know Jenna Coleman. Oh, yeah. You know, you know. Um, biblically no no not biblically so she was the she was the first person on the show that i was like aha i know her um but then the second show is on hbo max and it's a documentary a limited series really but it's a documentary called a q into the storm is this i must know more i've been wanting to check that out for a bit guys it it's not only should it be checked out but it should be like it should be like um, a mo- uh, It's a documentary that is required for all juniors in high school to watch. Wow, um, that sounds right. As, as pervasive and as awful as QAnon is, and will continue to be in our lives. It's not yeah. going. It's not going. No, probably for the rest not. of our lives. I mean, it's it's the new like protocols of the. Elders of Zion. Elders of Zion. Yes, yeah. it's not, it's yeah. not going anywhere. Um, for people to, it's like to me, it's inexcusable to not know what it is. Yeah, Although you have like to a, know what it is. There's like a part of me that, like, if you're over fifty, I don't want you to know about it at all. Um, no, I don't. I, I, don't, I, know. I, I don't I want totally, you to hear about it. I don't want you to accidentally Google something and fall down the rabbit hole. I totally get. <laughs> I totally, absolutely understand what you're saying. Yeah. Um, but it is. Uh, it, it takes you through all the steps. I mean, it takes you all the way from like, um, like, like from before four chan through four chan to eight right. chan to eight coon to everything that happened. And it takes you all the way up yeah. through the, the insurrection at the Capitol. Right. Um, and it, it, it ends with, in my opinion, a definitive, this is who Q is. Nice. Like, is it like it's to me there? It's, it's not, there's no argument to make. I know who Q is. Is it, uh, I'm, I'm I don't want to give it away too hard are they would the initials be either rw or jw yes okay 
Yes. Which gotcha. I think we, from, from podcasts that we listen to, yeah. I think we've came to that uh, conclusion before, mm-hmm. but this is like, this is smoking gun proof stuff. Right. Well, and it's for it's, me anyway. Oh, so, so is this, did you listen to all of Q clearance? I, I have not. I listened okay. to, uh, no, I, uh, Q clearance is the, the British guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Jake Henry. I've, I've listened to all of Q clearance. Oh, okay. Great. Yes. What I, I was wondering if it was like the same stuff rehashed or more. It, a lot of it is the same stuff rehashed, but to okay. actually to, to, there's seeing it's different. Between, yes, there's a difference between hearing about it and then actually seeing it. Yeah, and and being able to see um, like RW's facial expressions. Oh, and, all right. And and JW's body language, uh-huh. and all of these things, and then all the other cast of characters, the people like the actual Q people. Like I never saw the video of Michael Flynn and his family pledging allegiance to Q. Oh, God. yeah. Like, I don't think I've seen like that either. One hand over your heart, one hand yeah. raised like you're swearing on the Bible and mm-hmm. saying like an oath to Q and then saying, you know, where we go one, we go all. And oh. like, like it's like they're indoctrinating themselves into some yeah. sort of cult, which is what they're fucking they, doing. They right. are. That's exactly what they're doing. But it yeah. also, it, there's, there's one point where it actually shows. Well, uh, Defense like, Secretary Michael Flynn? Yes. Well, all right, cool. Dude, there's, there's one point where they actually say the guy who created anonymous. Yeah. Um, he's there interviewed him and he says like, listen, we've, these discussions have already been had. <laughs> we've, we've had discussions where we've said, um, we could run the country. Therefore the world, we just have to get some dipshit elected president. And if we could get a dipshit elected president, we could run the country. Right. Those are conversations we already had. And then it goes, of course, it it goes right to Donald Trump. Right. And then it shows Donald Trump talking in like press conferences, like at the, uh, the very beginning of COVID. Yeah. And like when he, when he started saying some of, when he was the one who brought up bleach, how you could just inject bleach. Remember when he said that? Yeah, 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 yeah. He didn't come up with that on his own. No. No, he got that right from Ron Watkins. Like, actually? Yeah, it was from oh a Ron God. Watkins tweet. As, as, and, 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 so, and that was when Ron realized, I have the president's ear. I have the power. Holy and, moly. And, and that's when a whole bunch of stuff started going with the, right. stealings, the stealing of the election, all the COVID misdirection bullshit that Trump was doing. It was mm-hmm. all fucking, it, it was, and, and once the second that RW, well, I don't know why I'm saying that. I already said his name. Yeah. The second that Ron Watkins realized he had the president's ear, Q drops started coming crazy. Right. And they got more and more outlandish and they got the, now all of a sudden Trump's retweeting QAnon posts and Ron Watkins was running the world. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. And, and as a is. fucking sociopath with any amount of, you know, influence on the internet, why wouldn't you take absolute advantage of that and why wouldn't you? see how far you could push it? Why Fuck wouldn't you? Yeah. Hey, I mean, yeah, I, I would but do, I would do something different than he did, but I, I understand. It's, sure, it, but it's like, a, you it's a phenomenal you documentary. 
it's so well done <sighs> and Excellent. there's so it many is. little intricacies that I hadn't heard yet on other podcasts and, okay. and, and the cast of characters yeah. from, from all the people that are like, like behind like computer warriors right. all the way to like diehard Q believers. Right. It's like, whoa, fucking whoa. Yeah. It is. I mean, I mean it's it, gotta be even crazier than like, don't fuck with cats. It is crazier than don't fuck with cats by yeah. leaps and fucking yeah. miles. I, I mean, like even with the, uh, the cast of characters, <laughs> there, there doesn't have to be ever. And, and the problem is with these people is that Q drops not happening are a sign, right? Yeah. You know what well, I mean? Cause, cause everything's yeah. a sign. Everything's a it's, sign. It's that, it's that game theory article that they, that, that is that the guy did where, you know, if you created escape room and you got to find the key. And you've hidden the key in a in a behind a picture frame on the left wall, but it just so happens that there's some pens on the desk that accidentally formed a shape of an arrow and are pointing towards the other wall. Yes. No matter what, those people believe that that arrow shaped pen thing is the clue. Right. Yeah. That's what that's what QAnon is. People because, will because find they've shit inferred it in themselves. Everything. Yeah, because they've inferred it, so they believe it because it's their it's their idea. Oh, yeah, God. But it even goes into that whole concept about how when when Twitter first culled a bunch of QAnon posts from Twitter, that's when QAnon believers started. That's when the influx of child trafficking posts started growing, because the people who were being banned on Twitter because they couldn't say Q and all this shit, right. they started coding all of that within save the children right because twitter's not going to destroy a movement trying to save children from sex trafficking right and and of course that spills over across all, all platforms of social media platforms all over because i, and like, I can't tell you how many yeah because i can't tell you how many people from like circles of my friend groups my my extended family my like like seeing people that i know just cycling and spewing all of this save the children stuff out which like yes of course children being sex trafficked is terrible bad it's It's real bad it's super fucking bad and we should all be doing whatever we can to possibly stop that because yes. it's a real thing that does actually happen. But you know <laughs> right. what? But you know what for sure isn't helping it is your save the children post with like a plate a picture of like Joe Biden with flames behind it and right. like all sorts of fucking right. Hillary Clinton's ill-fitting face. Right. And <laughs> don't get me wrong, there are plenty of reasons to hate those people for yeah, many things. Lots and but, lots of reasons to hate them. But 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 them shipping children from pizza place to pizza place is definitely to, not to it. drink their adrenochrome. Right. To yeah. stay to stay immortal. Yeah. yeah. Right. If you if you stop like, it from pizza place to pizza place, you might say, ah, maybe. But when you get to think- to drink their adrenochrome. <laughs> You'd think that if they were trying to stay immortal, they would have started this process much younger than they are now. <laughs> I want to wait till I'm a like a bald seventy-five. Right. I want to wait until I'm like I don't know three quarters of a Prince Philip. 
Right. Once I'm basically a corpse, then right. I'll aspire to immortality. Yeah. Nobody once, will know at that point. They'll just assume that I'm still a corpse. Once I'm a decaying countertop aubergine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hold on. I got to write down a new show title. Uh, anyway, yeah. that's that's what I've been geeking on. Those two uh, in particular. Actually, sorry, Tremendous. one more. I think there's a oh, show please. called the, uh, it's an animated show called The Invincible on Amazon. It's a, it's a comic book. Fucking yes. fire. And that, it's, that's from, it's, uh, it's fucking awesome. Uh, that's from the guy that made Walking Dead. What's his name? Robert Kirkman? Robert Kirkman. Fuck yeah. It's, that guy is incredibly good. Uh, yeah, no. That's a show I'm surprised I haven't watched yet, but I haven't watched you, it yet. You should. Or you should just wait for three years and then have somebody pay right. you $1,000 to never watch it. Then, okay. The Godfather has been out for half a century. Not, not refuting that this isn't a brilliant <laughs> business ploy. I would have somebody pay me $1,000 to watch basically anything. But Also, I want to clarify, I'm not asking them to pay me $1,000. I'm asking them to pay the show $1,000. I'm asking you as me, could you watch The Godfather? No. I have drawn like, the line as, as like a, now as I'm like not sure a, I can. As like, a, as like a personal favor to me. Uh, I will strongly take it under advisement. <laughs> you fuck stains. <laughs> anyway, Rob, what are you geeking on this week? Uh, well, I know it's 12 days late, but I'm still glad that the prince is dead. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Other things that God I've enjoying lately... <laughs> Uh, I've really got into the Pokemon trading card game online, which is exactly what it sounds like. And it's a really good feeling being able to beat a bunch of children at a card game on the internet. Um, additionally, uh, the aisle, that dinosaur bush simulator that I really enjoy playing, oh, yeah. recently did a update um for their um for their test servers and introduced pteranodons and dinosuchuses so now you can play as big ass crocodiles or lizard birds and that's really exciting stuff and i like that a lot i wouldn't thank you for your chiasmic explanation you meant to say i can make that better um dinosuchanus dinosuchanus yeah yeah or inus or onus. onus. Uh, Don Nimus. Don Nimus. Yeah. Another guy who I'm glad is dead. Yeah. Yeah. Rip. Not really. Um, but yeah, so that's uh, particularly good. Uh, I wouldn't recommend buying into it because uh, the aisle is incredibly slow with all of its updates. Their staff really sucks at giving um, their player base updates on anything that's going on. And the head of the project is a pretty big dick, but um, his game's cool. So, and since I'd already paid for it at this point, in time, uh. I'm going to continue to play it. But if you're looking for dinosaur bush simulators that aren't made by dicks that you might be interested in, uh, Path of Titans is particularly good, and it's not only available on PC, but it's also available on um, iPads, Androids, um, and I believe it is also coming to console 
Um, it's very solid. And if you are just playing on a PC, uh, Beast of Bermuda is a particularly good uh, dinosaur and seafaring dinosaur bush simulator. Wow, which is it's a very powerful layer, layers like an onion. <laughs> yeah, but um, you ever want to be a traveling dinosaur seafaring lawyer who lives yeah. in the bush, who also plays the xylophone? Well, do I have a game for you, Beast of Bermuda? <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, so that is what I've been geeking on. Fantastic. Yeah. What is so, when you say bush simulator? What does that mean? So, exactly what you think it means. Yeah. So you play as a dinosaur or creature out in the wild, and there oh. are many other people that are playing as other creatures of similar or different types, um, herbivores, carnivores, and you're going through and simulating a giant biome essentially carnivores are hunting other things to sustain themselves because you're getting hungry and you need to eat things herbivores are going around grazing and doing herbivore things and it's a bush simulator it it simulates a bunch of creatures in a somewhat natural environment gotcha Uh, i just i didn't know if it was like a um yeah you're not an acronym like mmorpg Oh, no. Well, and it's also not you just playing Bush the game where you right. grow from a seed and turn into a bush. Um, right. No, I didn't think it was that either. No. Well, that would be a great game, yeah. though. And I yeah, I'd enjoy like it. There's probably you a market like, for it. On, yeah, you get to like yeah, control how the water gets to your roots and stuff. Mm. Choose the kind <laughs> of like leaves you have. Or you just stare at it. You just stare at it. It's like watching paint yeah, dry. It's, it's just, yeah, the watch, bush simulator. Watch this plant grow on your iPad. I would. You could I, water it once a day, twice if you pay 99 cents. Right. Because it, <laughs> it takes just over 23 hours for your water to regenerate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just a little update before we move into the uh, end of the show plugs. We do have a final in the uh, bracket. Uh, you'll be able to vote uh, uh, on Twitter. You'll also be able to vote on Paprika. It is uh, a couple, I wouldn't say, I'm going to say favorites going into it. Um, what I consider to be the overall number one, number one seed, which was famously said by Joe not too long ago, Um Master has given Dobby a prostate orgasm is a show title that has made it all the way to the championships of this bracket. As it should. As it should. It it really has no other place but to be in the championship. We could have just started it there as far as I'm concerned. And the other one is Jupiter's Asshorn. So I think they're both quality entries. I think they're both deserve it of their place. So next week we'll be able to crown a winner and then we can move on to the next bracket. Well, if you liked what you heard, give us five stars. Go go on. (laughs) Give us five stars uh, on the iTunes or 
podcast or Apple Play or wherever you find our podcast and things. Uh, and let us know where you found our podcast and things. Oh, and also, I, I, also, I really didn't have anything for that. And, and also tell us um, what inanimate object you'd like to have a simulator for. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good one. If, if you, you want to hear what Joe has to say, press I'll shut up. <laughs> Listen to him. Espanol, press two. <laughs> I don't speak Spanish. I'm sorry. I don't either. Prima cinco. I feel real racist just making gobbledygook noises like that. Uh, if you want to give us money to do things, maybe you'd really like it if I saw a movie that you like that I haven't seen and you think that I would like it. Uh, you can go over to patreon.com slash geekcast live and uh, give us money and I'll watch it. So that's a thing that'll happen. Um, and uh, if you want to buy a shirt uh, of Dobby <laughs> receiving his master's prostate orgasm or whichever that, direction it goes. It's even weirder when you say it like that. Just for the record. <laughs> I, I Super am it is. You can find it and purchase it for your coffee mug, t-shirt, uh, dogs, t-shirt, skateboard, or shower curtain over at gcl.threadless.com. That's gcl.threadless.com. gcl.threadless.com. You can also go to violentpress.com. Uh, that's where all of our blog posts are, all of our episodes are, other fun stuff. It's also a website that Rob built, which is really cool. It is true. And you can go to the social media. So you can go to GeekCast Live on Twitter. There's GeekCast Base, GeekCast Joe, GeekCast Ride. GeekCast Nick even has a Twitter. Bother him on there. It would be fantastic. He'd really and like that. Clubhouse. Once again, like we talked at the beginning of the show, uh, we're doing a lot of stuff on Clubhouse. Some really cool things are happening. Uh, we might start recording some episodes there, maybe for some bonus content. And if you want to join us, because it is a platform where you can join us, we can talk live. It'd be like going and seeing us live at a theater somewhere. Um, but on the internet. But on yeah. the internet. And, yeah, and we, in a situation where we would invite you on stage, which wouldn't yes. happen in a live show, probably. Yes, we play some fun games. There's all sorts of interactive stuff we do. Get a hold of us on Twitter or on Facebook. If you know us personally and you want to give us a call or whatever, feel free. Um, We'll get you. I have I have uh, nine invites burning a hole in my clubhouse pocket. I think I Joe's got six, seven, seven. Uh, I'm sure Rob has a handful. We can uh, we can get you in there. We could do some fun stuff. iPhone yeah. only, unfortunately, for now. They're going to Android. Yeah. So call your grandparents, everybody. Happy birthday, Dad. Love you. Have fun on your camping trip. Bye. Bye. Hey, everybody, as always, we want to give a special shout out and extra thanks to all of our Patreon supporters, backers, friends, family, the people that prop up this monster. Uh, You know who you are, but we want to give you a shout out anyway. Our boy, Sam Ulstercaster, Popcap Williams, Danger Johnson, Dave the Fish, a man fans, 
my man Rondo, Brandon Rust, Kelly Shuttlewood, uh, the Poly Nerds, Lada Bartova, Mungo Jerry, the K-Man, Jesse G. Letourneau, all of our friends, Dave Chappelle, not that Dave Chappelle, 1P, 1L, uh, Blaster Man Rodriguez, Three Finger Emily, um, who else we got? Somebody said, well, yeah, old Blimpy, Clamperman, coming in hot, hot route. Thanks to all you guys and more. We appreciate it. Uh, we couldn't do this uh, C-graded product without you. Thanks so much. Grab Peppy G. Snarkle Flap. And the Hoosie. Check, man.